Hey, Alex. Hey, Andrew. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside. And, and what, what, what is that? Brains on the Outside? Yeah. It's a comedy podcast, man. It's about exploring creativity through ridiculous business ideas. I love that that incredible amount of energy you're bringing to this. We've really brought some powerful energy to it. <laughs> yeah. It's a really exciting and powerful energy episode. I feel like we're exhibiting a lot of confidence right now. Exactly. And we've got a lot of very confident, very exceptional ideas coming up. Let's get on with it. Let's do it. You've just come out of an incredibly powerful and incredibly confident and incredibly good opener, but you know what's not incredibly powerful, Alex? What's not incredibly powerful, Andrew? Chatting shit on Twitter. Oh, man. (laughs) So, you might not be aware of this, but people use Twitter to chat quite a lot of shit. And they do so so confidently as well. It's the extreme confidence of it, as if they have any ability to back up any of their ridiculous claims. (laughs) But so I've got an idea how to restructure social media companies to totally eliminate this. Holy shit, man. I mean, this is like, wow. Is it just remove all of the straight white men? I was Well, one option is just remove the social media website. (laughs) Just delete Twitter. But no, this is going to, one, help their economy, and two, remove the shit talking. So imagine this. Uh, Someone's on Twitter. They're writing a tweet. For some reason, for some reason, Roger from down the pub He's like, yeah, I could beat Serena Williams at tennis. And he's, he's just about to hit go and send that out. Yeah. A big a big pop-up comes up. Uh-huh. And I was like, mate, really? <laughs> okay. And at this stage, he is invited to prove it. Oh, I mean, Roger from down the pub is definitely going like, Fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in. Uh-huh. So our company, we go, we set this up. Right. This guy... It's chatting too much shit for too long. He's been, he's been fucking around, but he's not been finding out. So we're going to set up this match against him and like Andy Murray or Serena Williams or anyone and just live stream him getting pulverized. <laughs> okay, 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 great. If and only if he wins, he can publish his tweet. Holy shit. Now I said as well, yeah, this is going to help the economy. All the tax, we're going to tax social media websites, the uh-huh. amount they should be taxed. Right. Help on the economy. And with this money, we are going to create this department, an independent group that watches over all social media and makes people prove beyond any reasonable doubt they can do the shit they claim. Okay. So can I suggest? Yeah. Right. So this is Roger tweets. Yeah. Or gets ready to tweet. Yeah. We turn up, we drag him to the tennis court. Yeah. He gets absolutely destroyed by Serena Williams. Yeah. And then he's not allowed to tweet. Is that what we're saying? He's not banned forever. He's just banned from that particular, that particular tweet. tweet. Yeah. What I think might work okay. is if we let him tweet and then he has to do it and we record it and we televise that. Oh. So in the replies to his tweet about being able to beat Serena Williams is the video of him getting destroyed by Serena Williams. (laughs) And then basically Serena Williams is never going to have to have that problem ever again because every other Roger from down the pub is going to look at it and go like, actually, do you know what? I've sprained my ankle, so I'm not going to tweet this. (laughs) And if even if they did, at that point, we've already proven this point, you can't do it. We're just going to respond to you yeah. Jeremy's doing it now. We'd be like, wait, we've already done this. Roger's already embarrassed with Jeremy. Sit down. <laughs> but we could do this, you know, with everything, right? Okay. So imagine your mate on the grad, he's like, oh, DJing is like really easy. You just go and press play on a Spotify playlist. And we're like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We've lined up a 12 hour slot for you in the bear hind next week. <laughs> Get fucking ready. <laughs> 
and we live streamed that on Boiler Room for everyone to laugh at as well. Oh my god, I love this. This is like it's 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 bringing people, and I'm going to be honest, it's straight white men to yeah, yeah, like yeah. to to understand their massive levels of overconfidence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Directing them face to face with it. Mm-hmm. No chance, but you have to you have to own up to this. I like that. Like Usain Bolt's not that fast. <laughs> he only runs a little way. It's just a short distance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we get it. We get you and Usain in a race. Yeah. And I imagine we oh shit, imagine we're televising this. Yeah. The ad revenue we're getting. Oh my god. Because it serves multiple purposes, right? Just it's kind of funny to watch. And these incredible people who are the absolute top of their game, uh-huh. Serena Williams, Usain Bolt, um, basically any sports person, the absolute pinnacle of human achievement. I mean, it's hard for me to really judge how good they are. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What if for the Olympics and every other sporting event, we added a normal human in to every yes. single event? Yes, yes. This, this is the merging of that idea with this one of like, now we can see. Oh, wait, actually, <laughs> shit, he's going really fucking fast. Yeah. Like, oh, Phelps can really swim. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking, yeah. Simon from down the street. <laughs> Simon from down the street is getting up. He's just getting left behind. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting, He's come so far last. It's taking him 15 minutes to complete this swimming. <laughs> Michael Phelps has just done it in less than a minute. There's all like the dangerous ones as well, like show jump or like anything you <laughs> twirl around on the or ice skating yeah ice winter skating. olympics yeah i could i could fucking snowboard like that <laughs> could you <laughs> done that the, yeah there's the <laughs> fucking hell yeah like, you you see that you see that and you ain't ever hopefully hopefully tweeting shit again well what you got that going on in there What's the, what's the, what's the, like, I could make a podcast version of this. It's, it's it potentially exactly this podcast. <laughs> We'd be tricked into recording this and eventually someone will release our viewing numbers. I'd be like, <laughs> no one, not everyone can make a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. So Andrew, when I was at university a long, long time ago, one of the people on my course, uh, he he had the confidence of no other human being that I have ever met in my entire life. He once said to me that he could he could jump his skateboard <laughs> off the roof of a shop <laughs> in the middle of Newcastle and land it on the ground and continue skating. <laughs> did, did he ever actually do this? Did you witness this? <laughs> he never actually did it. And surprisingly enough, it turned out that he was kind of a liar. Oh, no. <laughs> and he sort of did a lot of lying. And it was super annoying. I was going to say that, like, probably the only person who could do that is, like, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Or somebody like that. Like, it was like, it was like, he was, he still had that, like, the confidence and arrogance of, of a 13 year old who yeah. was like, yeah, I could. I could do this, but also the bullshit. And he had reached <laughs> the age of 20 and he still was that person. Such a brutal and dangerous combination. Horrendous. But uh, luckily, we're entered the ad zone. And oh. I have got a business that can help you out with this with this bullshitter. 
Oh, holy shit. Okay, yeah. I'm 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 in with this because I'm really worried that this person is gonna become a politician and oh. become prime minister next week. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. The president has been set. <laughs> so this company, what they do, you go you go to them, you're like, shit, my friend's being really annoying. He keeps claiming he can jump off a roof with a skateboard. So what they do yeah. is um they send this guy a letter look that looks like it's from himself from the future. <laughs> Just, just telling himself to cut this shit out. And it's marked like, you know, 7th of January, 2047. Okay. I mean, we tease, like, if you don't stop lying, there's going to be horrendous global consequences. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the company, though, has researched this guy, and they know what his handwriting looks like, so it looks super, super realistic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's their, that's their lower tier service. Okay. So hopefully, That sounds pretty useful, yeah. That, that hopefully will have spooked them. Right yeah. into like maybe I should rethink my life, but there's a problem, and they've already foreseen this. So it's really clever that like they, what if they get to that day in the future of like 2055 and like hold on, today was the day I spent the sign a letter back to myself that hasn't happened yet. Oh man! So this company, what they'll do for the higher the gold premium service is they will be there on that day, and they'll just <laughs> sort of sidle up to this guy and be like, "Got uh, got something you do today?" Yeah, and they'll, they'll hand him a pen and paper like maybe you want to write something up, maybe. <laughs> Maybe actually don't, don't don't make it say that. Say it's something else. <laughs> It'll match just perfectly Larry sent, and then you just go, disappear forever. Oh, and your man. friend has learned a very important lesson about lying about skateboarding off roofs. <laughs> I feel like that time period there between the the letter arriving and the time that they said that they were sh- yeah. that needs to be a lot shorter. <laughs> I I it can't, it can't be thirty years. Well, maybe it's five, but the way the the genius here, and I've seen some of those letters, they have sh- shaken me to my core. Oh wow. Um, that they they go for shock, you know. There's like they 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 have researched you so much they can tell you things that you don't think anyone else knows about you. So it's very believable. It they have a pretty high, well, it's like sixty five percent success rate. Whoa! Other people just go, oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I've been it. <laughs> it's weird that I got that letter the other day that that told me that I should stop going. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I mean, I would really listen to that. I'd really, I'd really take that letter on board. It's <laughs> <laughs> really weird yeah. that when I got that, and it said that that was I was gonna, I was gonna cause a, a real, a real global meltdown of the economic markets by by making that noise, and it looked like it was written by me, I, and it was signed by me. Well, that's just it's a strange, it's, it's it's a strange coincidence that that's that happened like two days before I found out about this company. You know, it's no, oh, I don't don't overthink yeah. it, don't overthink it. Okay, man. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And if someone wanted to write us a letter, Andrew, what would what would they what would the best way to, to do that be? The best way to write us a letter in 2022 is actually to send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> so we um we we absolutely love it when we get emails from all you lots about uh, business ideas you have or business problems you're having or just things going on in your life that we can make business ideas about. So please email us in at brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. Sweet. Are there any other ways people can get in touch? It's our Twitter account, which is Brains Outside. And there's our Instagram account, which is Brains on the Outside. Uh, I totally jumped the gun there. Uh, what What is the name of this this letter writing service? This time traveling letter writing service? Precog Post. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> so rare that I come up with one on time. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> What have you got for us in the PM of our 
very innovative and disruptive business ideas podcast. Well, Andrew, you know the sandwich shop that we regularly go to for lunch? Yes, I love it. Oliver's. Oliver's. Yeah, you know how you and I have been talking about who is Oliver? Who is Oliver? I think what adds to this complexity is that I think it's, it, outside there's an apostrophe in the Oliver's and the inside there isn't. <laughs> no, but, yeah, is it, is it multiple Olivers? Does it belong to Oliver? Oh, we don't know. Well, I kind of bit the bullet the other day and I, and I asked. Yeah. I asked in the shop. What was the reaction? Yeah, she, she laughed. And then she went, well, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, okay. I thought, I've, I've asked the wrong person. And then she went, it was called that when I bought, when I bought it. And I was like, wait, what? I, I think it's so wild that you'd work somewhere that has a human being's name and you wouldn't know who the human being was. I, I actually use a work somewhere called Frankie's and people would come in and be like, can I speak to Frankie? I was like, well, Frankie's a dog that passed away five years ago. <laughs> so no. <laughs> so update. Yeah. Update on the story. Yeah. I now know who Oliver is. Right. Can, yeah. you, can you lay out your evidence and facts? Sure. So turns out that Oliver's that we know and go to for sandwiches mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was before it was where it is now, it was next to a massage parlor. <laughs> And then before that, it was actually like on a street in our town across the other side of the town. And it was also oh. still called Oliver's. And it was there when I was growing up. And I was talking about this to someone that we know. Was it still a sandwich shop? It, were, it, was, a, it, was, a, it was a kind of greengrocer's right, and okay. a grocer's sort of place. Uh, it's old, like you could get all sorts of stuff, including Bath Oliver's, the biscuits there. Um, I remember it really well from when I was little because it was quite close to our house. Right. So I was talking to a colleague about this. And she said, oh, I used to know the person that used to own Oliver's right. when it was in this other place. And I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to text him and find out why it's called Oliver's. So uh. <laughs> she did. And he came back and said, oh, when I bought it, it was a shop called John Oliver. And it was a fishmonger. Oh. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, that was in 1968. And I was like, that's a long time <laughs> ago. Yeah. What kind of legacy they got going on here? Yeah. So I did a little bit more a little bit more digging to find out who John Oliver was. <laughs> and it turned out that he was a fishmonger from 1848. Absolute dedication uh, to this bit. It's great. At the sandwich shop that we go to and buy toasties from mm-hmm. is 175 years old. Wow. And the woman who owns it now doesn't know. <laughs> Have you not told her yet? I haven't told her yet, no. Really? I've not been in since I found out. Oh. Yeah, so we have to go and do that. But it got me to thinking, all right, like, there's something, like, this sandwich shop, which sells so many different sandwiches, but if you're a vegetarian and you don't like mayonnaise, you're completely boned. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can have a dry cheese sandwich. That's <laughs> it. But this sandwich shop that, like, we know and love mm-hmm. has this incredible progeny. Like, yeah. it's been around for ages. It also, like, sounds like you've got to have a pretty fun week playing as a detective. Yeah, I loved it. I, I had a lot of fun. It was a really good fun time. We even found photos of it. Maybe we'll post them in the in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, So it got me to thinking, like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty sweet. Like, if I was going to start a business, I would want it to, <laughs> to have some kind of mad story, backstory mm-hmm. to it. And then I thought, maybe the business that I start, could be a business that buys up businesses that have interesting backstories ah. and then sells them to people who want to buy a business with an interesting backstory. So you you look for like a business that's on the verge of failing or has failed. You buy the rights to the name. Yeah. The property as well, just the name. Are you like 
I mean, as much as this, I think we do a little assessment, see how much good stuff there is there. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, Oliver's, the sandwich shop, yep. used to be a grocer's. And before that, it used to be a fishmonger's. It's kind of a natural line, right? Yeah. But like, if you look at uh, WPP, the multi-billion mm-hmm. pound marketing agency, that WPP stands for wire and paper products. <laughs> Because it used to be a manufacturer of wire and paper products so the, that they that they bought to make the to make this new marketing agency. They bought that company because it had this background. Is does that letters like coincide with any of the like the partners' names or anything? Or is it just no. purely they wanted legacy? Yeah. So weird. Like yeah. it's I know the same happened with kind of the same, like Hollis or Abercrombie. Right. If you go in, this is this is number that they were they were made in like nineteen fifty something. It's like yeah. it's just not true. It's like they're both from like post 2000, but they've bought the ability to say they're from 1950 or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So yeah, all of us could put established 1848 oh, on it. Oh, it'd be so, so funny. Yeah. It'd be so funny if <laughs> all of us had that sign outside of it. Yeah, exactly. You. But like it's been making toasties since 1848, <laughs> but it hasn't. And that's like, I think we could sell that as a thing. Is your service then, do you have, a, do you buy like, a bunch of businesses and then someone comes to you and you go this is a good fit or is it more consulting than that does someone come to you and like right i'm opening a business it is a shoe shop can you please find me i, I want my shoe shop to be open though from 1721 can you go and find me something is it like do you are you hand bespoke picking out businesses or do you buy 400 day one and slowly dish them out so I think we have some stock of businesses that we've been buying up because right. they've been going for cheap. Because sometimes you're like, like, oh, this business is so bankrupt, it's being sold for a pound. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we just buy those up straight away. Yeah. But if you want a specific thing, we'll hunt it down for you. If you want to open a shoe shop and be like, but I want my shoe shop to actually have been a Japanese bank from right. <laughs> the, the year 573, <laughs> then we'll do that for you. We will go and find that mm. shop for you. It isn't very appealing when a business is super old, right? It's like lots of beers do this. Like they've changed yeah, sites, yeah, they've yeah. changed owners, but they're still claiming they're 600 years old. Yeah. Is there a super advanced tier? Oh, yeah. If I come to you, I'm like, I'm not feeling very entrepreneurial right now, but maybe in like 30 years I will be. Could oh. you just warm it up for me? <laughs> Could you just like, I, I think I'll, I don't know, I'll, I might open like, like a tech company, but it'd be kind of kind of funny and ironic if it, you know, sold tires for the first 30 years of its life. So could you just start that business for me? I don't care if it's successful, but could you just keep that ticking over? Yeah, you don't want it to be too successful because <laughs> yeah. it gets too expensive. So maybe that top tier is like, we buy the company for you yeah. and then we crash it. Cra- burn it. We burn it and then it doesn't cost. I think that I think the maths works out on that. I, and then it doesn't cost you very much. I think a very important bit of this is that a business a brick and mortar business actually existed. It can't be like you just go on the HMRC website and no. register a business. It has to be, there has to be employing people at some point. Right. Do you then tell the people, so right, this has happened. I have a business. I've come to you. I want history. You've done that. Do you then tell me the entire history or do you keep it a bit of a secret as a mystery for customers to find out and tell me later? I think, I think that's a, that's like, it's up to you. Right. Like okay. What you want. If you want like the fully bound history book of like, this is what, 
the, the history of your business is and we make it out so it's like it's your business now it's, yeah. all, it's all beautiful we'll do all of the like uh, sometimes when you go into really big businesses you'll go they'll have a room where it's like oh here's all the history of all the people who are involved in this and it's like all the photos of everything all the places it's ever been yeah. a photo of your original founder yeah. everything like the whole thing we'll do that for you if you want or in the case of Oliver's we'll just you know we'll just let people find out let it be a ARG <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. That um, bit might be cut because it's too niche. But <laughs> I just had this. I just had thinking back about the the thing about buying up a business and then crashing it so it's cheap for you to buy. Yeah, there's some financial implications of that. Like we buy an expensive business and then yeah. sell it to you cheap. So we also have to short the stock of that business. So we buy it, short the stock, crash it, and then sell it to you and buy the stock back. I feel like this is incredibly sketchy, but the concept of making a fake history for your business is already pretty sketchy. Yeah. But also like, like yeah, you're crashing the business, but like that's the product, right? That's what you're selling. You're, you're not selling the business. You're selling a business that's shit enough that you can just erase eventually and start a new business with the same name. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's, there's several ways that we could do that as well. Like, we don't have to buy the business up before we crash the stock nope. or the price of it because we can just <laughs> be like... Crash the stock and then buy it. Yeah, we can crash the stock and then buy it. We can be like, oh, well, you know, Dr. Martens are really rubbish these yeah. days, aren't they? And mm-hmm. no one will buy Dr. Martens anymore. The cost of Dr. Martens come, come, comes down. You buy it up, turn it into a sandwich shop. If you... My final question. Yeah. If you had to... <laughs> this is a great idea. But, okay, if you had to... You own a business, imagine. Mm-hmm. You're a business owner. You're a small business owner. And you want to add history to your business. What is the history of your business? What do you go ask your what do you go ask for? What do you want the history of your business to be? Uh, uh I want it to be a former aquarium. Oh wow. That had the first imported octopus wow. in it. That's amazing. That's I'm, what my sandwich company I'm, imagine, history is. Imagine getting a tuna panini from Oliver's and then finding out later that they own the first octopus in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> what about you? I think I want to contrast my business a lot. So it's kind of funny. Maybe um, I sell terrariums and snails, but it used to be like a, like a, like a racetrack or something. So oh. Slow snails, fast cars, cars, good times. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That was a very confident episode, Andrew. Confident. Confident. <laughs> bold. Just like the the absolute confidence of, of somebody to buy up another business and use that person and that business's history as their own. If there was a server, if this is the sort of thing, right? If you were going to do this, if you were going to start and did this, you were on Twitter, be like, my startup's going to crash successful businesses so I can sell the rights to another company. Immediately that button would come up being like, do you want to fucking prove it? <laughs> You gotta fucking prove this. Uh, and then we televised. <laughs> the stock market crash. Maybe that's what's happening in the UK right now. It it, it would make more sense. It yeah. was actually happening. Yeah, Liz Trust was like on Twitter was like, I could be prime minister, and then we're like, fucking, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's see, let's see. I can be Chancellor. Well, let's fucking do this. <laughs> I mean, like horrifically i think that's actually legitimately what's happening it's, it's too close to reality yeah, you it's know? too it hurts too much anyway however if, if someone wanted to distract us from this terrible reality we find ourselves in mm-hmm. with a funny tweet or an instagram like message or an email how would they do that well they could send us an email andrew brains on the outside of gmail.com or they could send us a tweet 
brains outside, or they could send us an Instagram message, brains on the outside. Excellent. But what what what's the best thing? What's the best thing they could do? The best thing that they yeah, could do. The best ever thing they is could do. to confidently Confident. tell their friends that this is the best, funniest comedy podcast that they have ever listened to. So this episode's so confident, and there's there's, but there's one other incredibly confident group of people I want to thank. Like, if you're listening on a Samsung Galaxy device right now, thank you. <laughs> Somehow we have been confident enough to be featured on an app that we didn't even know existed until the beginning of last week. Maybe it's, it may be a Samsung going, oh, you think you make a podcast? Prove it. <laughs> yeah, somehow like, hundreds of our listeners now are listening via the medium of an app called Samsung Free. So if that's one of you. Welcome. Welcome. We love you. We love you. Thank you for being here. And until next week, keep your brain on the outside. Keep your brain on the outside. <laughs> <laughs>